1: Hi, I'm Timmy the Trash Can, and I love trash. Popcorn boxes, cups, and candy wrappers. Mmm, they all taste so good. Instead of throwing your trash on the floor, won't you please give it to me? Thank you for considering your fellow patrons.
2: Welcome to the Tim Dillon Show, everybody. We are here in Dallas, Texas, and we've got Brendan Schaub. Coming up, we have a lot of fun talking to him. He was in town doing the Addison Improv. Joe Rogan was in town doing the American Airlines Center in downtown uh, Dallas, and um, Tony Hinchcliffe was in town opening for Joe. Uh, So we had a lot of West Coast people invading uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, the Metroplex, as they call it. When I, you know, Shao was staying at a really nice hotel right down by where Kennedy, JFK committed suicide in the middle of the road. So I saw that they have an ex, nice and fun and real creepy on the street where he got whacked. And you 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 know and then last night I was at the early show. And the early show was real drunk. I mean they were good, they were decent, they were fun, but they were real drunk and you get the feeling I'm like these motherfuckers would kill Kennedy all over again. They'd kill him again. You just you just get the vibe that these people would would fucking shoot that guy in the head again. That nothing has really changed. Nada. Nothing's really changed. They would just go in. These fuckers would go in and get rid of that guy. ASAP. Nope, no questions asked. You get that feeling here. When you walk around Texas, you get the feeling like if there was ever a place for a coup... In this country, it's going to be here. It's going to be here. And it was. Like, if there's ever a place to get rid of the guy that says, maybe we should stop, like, you know, lifting fucking uranium from the Amazon and maybe the CIA shouldn't be in a facto double government. Like, if there was ever a place to shoot that guy in the head in front of his wife, it was, it's here. And you get that by the audiences. You're like, oh, yeah, you guys are, you guys are down. You guys are with it. Um, There will be video for Shab. I know many of you complain about the video. Here's why we don't give a fuck about YouTube anymore. And we're doing YouTube as a way to make the experience better for everybody. We like being on camera. We like the video. But the reality is YouTube is over. It's done. They're taking everybody's money. They're not allowing people to monetize their channels. Guys like David Dobrik, who have hundreds of millions of views, are talking about that their ad revenue has been fucking cut. So I I have nothing compared to these people. So a lot of the big YouTubers, guys like Logan Paul or whatever, they've started podcasts, H3H3, because they're smart and they know that the ad revenue is going to be made up for in podcasting. YouTube is fucking done with small creators. They're done. They don't want independent Creators. They want, that's why when you go to YouTube and you, uh, you know, YouTube Jeffrey Epstein, the first five videos are MSNBC, CNN, and they all have 70 or 80,000 views. No one gives a fuck. But all of those corporate companies are now dominating YouTube, even though, you know, Luke Radowski, who's stuck on Epstein's Island video, has close to a million views, which should have more, by the way. But they're not promoting that in the same way that they're promoting the corporate media videos. Um, and this is just the end of the road. We knew it was going to happen. They can deactivate your channel now if what you do isn't commercially viable. In their new contract, when Ben uploads videos, they go, is this suitable for children? And if you say yes and it's not, they can sue you. Obviously, nothing we do is suitable for children. Everything is adult, comedic, you know, satirical videos and podcasts, none of which are uh, – you know, appropriate for children. But this is what YouTube is now doing. They are getting out of the business of small creators, what essentially built them. And they're getting into the business. I mean, YouTube will be Netflix. You guys can't go on Netflix. Can't go on Netflix and start a channel. And that's going to be what YouTube eventually is. That's just what it is. You know, there was probably some smoke-filled room at uh, the Bilderberg conference or the Davos conference where a bunch of guys were like, we've had just about enough of this. Technology has allowed people to go out there and truly ruffle the feathers of billionaires that haven't had those feathers ruffled for decades. And I think in the beginning they tolerated it and it even helped them because technology was just this way that you could complain about things but not take any action. So it was this simulation, essentially this world that you could kind of just, you know, participate in, but those people it was like it was like great, let them tweet, let them let them, you know, talk to each other on Facebook. Let them let them vent all their grievances online. We're never going to have to do with it. Well, then what happened? Online started to get a little too real. You know, people like Donald Trump got elected. Uh, Brexit, uh, you know, happened. All of these things that a lot of people, and I'm not saying these are good things or bad things, and I'm not saying that the people are all going to make the right choices all the time anyway. But empowering people is not on the agenda of the elites. This is just not part of the thing. They want people to feel empowered and not be empowered. They want you to feel good, but they don't want you to have the power to really do anything Certainly not upset the world order that they've really created. So somewhere there was a smoke-filled room in Davos and they were going, you know, this has been cute. This has been fun. We've allowed them to have a little bit of fun, but now it's time to rein it in. Now it's time to shut it down. Now it's time to, to to basically hand the internet over to the corporations that we handed television over to. And these fuckers aren't stupid. They know TV's eventually done. So what do you think? All these massive media corporations are not going to come in and suck the money out of, out of the internet? Now that's what they're going to do. The internet for a long time was just freewheeling, Wild West, you could do what you wanted, you could start a channel, you could go viral, you could get views, you could build an audience, you could monetize it. Goodbye! That is over. They're done with that. And I truly believe we're maybe the last generation of people to find ways. I'm not saying that no one will ever find ways to monetize content again. They will. It's the reality of what it is. It's human nature. This is where a lot of people are now making a living. But, you know, right now it's going to be tough. So when all of you fuckers complain, there's no video, I want the video, shut up. You're lucky you get anything. This channel could go goodbye really soon. And, the, and by the way, channels with 500,000 subscribers, 1 million subscribers, 10 million, they can be wiped off YouTube if they're not quote-unquote commercially viable and if they're not making YouTube enough money. And I think it really goes back to the idea that, that people in power... Uh, are, are not really thrilled with the idea that you can create a channel on YouTube that gets more views than the nightly news. That means that they are losing uh, the power and the uh, they're losing control of what you are watching and what you are listening to. That is not in their plan. They do not like that. And I guarantee there was some meeting somewhere on one of these big conferences where they basically said, you know what? This has been a fun little experiment. We've enjoyed this. We've collected a lot of data. We've learned a lot of things. But now it's time for the adults to re-enter the room and carve up this space. This is just what it is, is what's happening. Right now the only freedom left is podcasting, which as which just like radio has always been an auditory format where you basically put your words out there for people to listen to. That is probably all that's going to be left pod because once you subscribe to my podcast for now by the way until they find a way to fucking change this because Apple Apple already has technology that is that is Uh, transcribing all of the podcasts that are happening and they're going back, they're backlogging and transcribing podcasts that have already happened. Why are they doing that? I don't know, but that's not a great sign. I don't necessarily love that. And I don't know if they're going to say, well, you said these three words and this combination and that means you're out. You're getting a strike, three strikes and you're gone. I don't know. But I will tell you this, as of right now, because all you have to do is hit subscribe on a podcast feed, this is the only thing that they can really take, and by the way, this is hard to even complain about because if you complain about this stuff, people think you're a Nazi because those are those are the people that are getting thrown the fuck off. So if you if you complain, if you're like, I got deplatformed, people are like, well, what are you talking about? What are you talking about on there? It's a hard thing to complain about. It's actually one of those things where if you publicly vent or complain to somebody that you're getting deplatformed off social media, they're like, well, what are you doing? Talking about the shapes of skulls? What are you using your YouTube channel for? It's like, no, I'm dressing up like Ghislaine Maxwell at an In-N-Out. I'm dressing up like Meghan McCain. But it's still, you know, you're still, you feel weird talking about it because people think you're some lunatic that's trying to start a race war when, in fact, you're just fucking making people laugh. But the problem is there's they don't want to differentiate people that are actually, you know, uh, trying, and I'm sure there are people out there, 100%, that are using YouTube to recruit people into violent groups and whatever, and I I, I just, we know that that's happening, but what they're going to do is just get rid of everybody that's even the least bit controversial, that's just what's going to happen, and it's hard to complain about, I mean, I can complain uh, on my show about it, but, and I can talk to people that are aware of what's going on about it, but the general public doesn't care. This is my point. The general public doesn't give a fuck. They don't make really money off YouTube, and if you start complaining that you're deplatformed, they think you're crazy and you're doing something wrong. It's just the way it is. They don't care. People love authority. This is what people are into. People are like, well, I'm sure you did something. Like They don't necessarily, they're not siding with you, and I get it because every now and then there are people that shouldn't be on these things doing crazy stuff. You know, Um, but that's the thing. That's the future. The future is going to be you click subscribe on the podcast, you're subscribed to the podcast. That is great. Uh, Until that changes and until they can start fucking with that algorithm, and God only knows, and I hope they don't, but that's going to be the last thing that's left pretty much for everybody. YouTube channels are going to are gonna appear and disappear at the discretion of YouTube. I don't put a lot of videos on Instagram anymore. People ask me, I just made a fun Disney video, um, you know, about some psychopath. And by the way, enough with the Disney Plus. Fuck off. Enough. Grow up. How many times you need to watch fucking Captain America over and over again? Grow the fuck up. I understand that it's probably a good service, whatever, especially if you have kids or whatnot. And you want to introduce them to the, you know, movies that they may not have seen. It's all in your living room. But if you're an adult without any children and you're really excited about Disney+, Plus, you should be in jail. Okay? Enough. My friend Jared Logan, who's a very funny comedian, said once about Disney, he goes, it's the first culture you're exposed to. It's not supposed to be the fucking last. It's not supposed to be the last culture you're exposed to. It's the first. You're supposed to use that as a jumping off point to get to other things. To get to other books and films. It's not just supposed to be the Lion King forever. And Disney cruises. People go see the Lion King on Broadway. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Figure it out. But this is what's going to happen. It's all consolidation. All of these major media companies are merging. The, the, the era of the independent creator. I, I'm, I'm being a little dramatic now. But I think you might be—you might look back and go, "The era of the independent creator is over." Where you could just really amass a following and monetize what you're doing, it doesn't seem to be—you know—it doesn't seem to be uh, a model that is going to last for right now. So all—all all you, you know, and you guys can't really do anything about it, and I can't do much about it. You know, the podcast seems to be the last vestige of being able to say what you want, although I'm sure they can take you off Apple Podcast if they want. They don't seem to be doing that. I have a lot of friends with a lot of wild podcasts, and, you know, they don't seem to be doing that as of now. It's all for now, it's all a limited time only. You know, me and Luis Gomez had a talk, and we're like, maybe the final thing is going to actually be the live show. Maybe the reality is just going to be if you want to hear things, you're going to have to go out live. You're going to have to leave your house, buy a ticket, sit in a comedy club or a theater, and hear what people say live. It may literally go back to that. It might just be a big circle that takes you back to live performance because there's just too many hands in the cookie jar if it's not live. There's too many fucking people and corporate power structures that have to get involved between what – what what people are creating, and what you're consuming. There's just a lot. So YouTube is is pretty much over unless something changes drastically. And by the way, they prevent people, you know, nobody gets a notification when I do a YouTube video. They don't notify. We've got maybe eighteen or 20,000 people that are subscribed to the channel. We should have a lot more, but my videos are not appearing in suggest. Even though people love them and they're funny, they have a huge amount of engagement. YouTube doesn't even want that anymore. So they're not appearing in, Uh, A suggested videos and nobody's being a lot of people are not being notified when I post a new video. So the tools that YouTube has to limit my uh, reach. uh, I mean, they're using they're certainly not helping me build a fan base on YouTube. They're just not doing it. They have no interest in facilitating. Uh, is this all Gary V? Good question. Is it Gary Chuck? Is that who I pissed off? That I piss off Gary V? Now he's going around all the tech companies. I don't know. I think it's bigger than that. I think they just don't have an interest in independent creators. That's fucking the way it is. I'm very late to the game. I got into mortgages a year before it collapsed. I got into stand-up comedy late to the game. This is just what I do. As soon as I get involved in something, it's over. They'll probably get rid of podcasts in a year. As soon as I get good at something, it's done. I'm just that guy. I show up late to the party. All the good shit's already happened. And I'm just there cleaning up the kitchen and watching some girl vomit. That's what it is. So I show up late to the party. So those of you that are that are like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, I know a lot of you don't give a fuck. Like I said, it doesn't affect you in your daily life. You're not making a living live streaming. That's fine. But listen, go subscribe to the YouTube channel for as long as it's around. Stay subscribed to the podcast. I'm, I'm I'm hoping to God that the podcast is just the thing that endures. I'm hoping it endures because radio, in some form or another, has endured. I think podcasting will endure. As far as the the video content, where that's going to go, that's a great question. I know that some people are just hosting it on their own websites. You know, the future of that, I don't know. Or YouTube might just be a place you could park your content, but uh, very few people are going to see it relative to the amount of people that would have seen it, and you're not going to make any fucking money. That being said, we have a great interview coming up Brendan Schaub. I spent about an hour with Brendan. He's a really funny guy. Uh, You know, people think I hate him for absolutely no reason because I, I made a joke which me and him talk about uh, with Lewis where I call him the greatest comedian in the world, which he's not, that's why it's funny but I could have said that pretty much about anybody because nobody's the greatest comedian in the world comedy's stupid, it's a dumb thing, and all of you that are precious about it, all of you out there that are like comedy snobs, you're even dumber than the people that are doing it, because it doesn't matter it's really dumb, I work my ass off on jokes, to have a unique perspective and the funniest thing I say is that you know, somebody with a you know a T-Mobile phone has AIDS or whatever, and the audience goes crazy at that, it doesn't matter matter. It's irrelevant. And you know, I love it, other comedians love it. It's what we've dedicated our lives to. But god, does it fucking not matter at all? So anybody out there that's like, you think somebody deserves to be successful, somebody doesn't deserve to be successful. I get it. I understand you have strong opinions, but also understand that they don't fucking matter doesn't really matter what you think. You don't care. We're living in the United States of America. We're at the end of the empire. It's all over. All the trends are converging. We're going to be rationing water soon. So think these are going to be the good times when you guys were discussing which clowns deserve their money and which clowns didn't, which clowns should have had more. I get it. I get it out there. But this is going to be the good times. The 30 years when you walk outside and the sun fries you and your you know your kids are fucking you know walking to school in you know 109 degree weather and everybody's got to have some fucking weird sun cloak on and it's like mad max you're going to look at this time and go you know that was a really fun time that we had uh, but I talked to Brendan for about an hour. We go into everything from a lot of the online hate that he gets. We talk about how he started in comedy. We talk about the fact that I'm a better swimmer than him and Rogan and all of those guys. Uh, even though they think they're athletes, I'm a, I was a great swimmer. We discuss that. We talk about politics a little bit. We get his feeling on, on kids playing football, transgender athletes who go through a real, a real lightning round of hot button issues. Um, and I had a lot of great time on that podcast of Fighter and the Kid. I'll see those guys again soon, hopefully. And hopefully I'll be on your mom's house. We don't know. It's The ban is still in effect, apparently. I missed that Dr. Drew episode, and I didn't show up for it. And I was going to be rebooked, but that was a while ago. So still no call from your mom's house. It is pretty... Maybe tweet at them and say you guys should have Tim Dillon on. I don't know. Don't annoy them. Be respectful. But I don't know. I don't know. We're still We're still going... We're still uh, going strong here with no reach out from the Your Mom's House Network. They may have no interest in me. And that's okay. That's fine. I'm not complaining. It just is what it is because people message me and they're like, why have you got on Your Mom's House? It's like we had an incident. I missed Dr. Drew. I lied about it. There was a photo of me on the beach on Instagram. They all thought it was funny, supposedly. Ha, ha ha that's what I was told, we don't know. I scheduled to do Dr. Drew again, I said, listen guys, I'm flying in that day, I don't want to miss the fucking thing again, so can we reschedule it for another time? They were like, okay, haven't heard from them since, you know, so, you know, whatever, God love them, God bless them, um, maybe I'll do that in the future, but people that are emailing, you know, that are, that are fucking messaging me, that's where we're at. We're here with radio silence from YMH, radio silence from your mom's house network, radio silence from Dr. Drew. Maybe maybe they're mad at me that I said that Drew would tell people heroin was good for them if there was enough money in it, which we know is true. And that's very funny because it's accurate. If, if, if there was a heroin lobby... That took that gave Dr. Drew money to go out and tell you that you should the best thing for your kids to do is shoot them up with dope before you took him to school. He would absolutely sit there and do it. That's just the reality. Okay. I don't even necessarily blame him for that. It is what the fuck it is. Brendan Schaub coming up.
1: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
2: Okay, we're good. It's the Tim Dillon Show, everybody, live from uh, Dealey Plaza, Texas. Uh, with uh, historian Brendan Schaub, you've done a lot of work. A lot of work. Uh, with the Kennedy assassination, especially here in
3: Dallas. <laughs> a lot of work. A lot of work.
2: It's it, it's you're down here doing the Addison Improv. Yes, sir. I'm down here doing hyenas in uh Fort Worth. Rogan's doing the American Airlines Center. Look at us. You know, it's just a lot of West Coast people. The, in in Dallas the
3: trifecta
2: the trifecta in, yeah
3: in Texas
2: yeah it's good. Are you? So, you're staying in a hotel that's like literally walking distance from where Kennedy was whacked.
3: I did it on purpose. Yeah. Did you? This is my fourth time coming to Addison. I take the tour every year. And every
2: I've, year you do the JFK tour?
3: Every year we do the government JFK tour. Government, I want that well documented. Yeah. Government tour where they spiel the bullshit to us. But I know all I know all the facts. You know that it's I not. called out to her didn't happen. That never happened. Everyone calm down. That really? didn't happen. That did not happen. So so you, you go in knowing. <laughs> I know. I call know. bullshit. Wrong yeah. shot was over here. There's actually five shots. They right. say two. There's five. Three missed, one hit in the throat, one hit in the back. Who's on this tour? Just local tourists. Interesting. Who don't know shit. So I fill them in. What's this is what's weird. Yeah. Is so my brother Derek, my uh, my feature, and then uh, Asan, my opener, uh, MC. W- when we walk around, I'm like explaining like stuff I know, but the, there's the homeless community around there. All black guys for a reason. Yeah. They come up and they're like, "Oh, you don't know shit, you know." And they it's like their gig here in Dallas. Oh, so they're giving another tour. It's a side tour of like what really happened wow. from like a meth homeless guy. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting.
2: Perspect- I bet there. I bet it's more educational than the government shill tour.
3: Correct. Yeah. You know, you know how in Venice or like Third Street the bums are like out there like maybe juggling. Maybe it's the one man band. Yeah. Maybe they're eating glass. Yeah. These That's their kind of Third Street.
2: Interesting. Venice is an interesting thing to me because I love Muscle Beach. Yeah. Because Hell it's yeah. a bunch of gay guys who've cured themselves of AIDS by Hell lifting yeah. weights. You're right. They, I mean it's just dudes that should have died in 93. Look at Arnold. Yeah and they just somehow have pumped themselves free of Aids.
3: it's impressive just
2: really. i mean it's wild
3: another reason to work out yeah do you, have you ever gone down there i grew up in venice you grew up in venice yeah in the summers my dad would we, my uncle lived there so we would me and my brother go out there every summer so we'd work out gold's jam so that's my shit you
2: were an athlete from the beginning
3: uh yes and no i mean yeah i mean i grew up playing sports but in in venice it was like We'd go then the summers, me and my brother just hang on the boardwalk. We, my dad would give us like our allowance for the week, and we'd buy uh, fake Rolexes. And we'd collect them, then we'd go back home and we'd sell them to the kids for way more expensive prices.
2: So you were a business guy. It was a hustle. You were smart from the beginning. Buy the fake Rolexes on the Venice boardwalk. Yeah. Sell them to your friends. How old? Uh, eight, nine, ten. Eight or nine-year-olds buying fake Rolexes. Hell yeah. Where was this going on? Where, where Aurora. is- Aurora. You ever been there? Aurora, Colorado? Yeah. Where they had the shooting.
3: All the shooting.
2: Yeah. And Dan Soder is from there?
3: Yeah, me and Dan are from the same hometown.
2: And you guys played football against each other?
3: Rival high schools.
2: Rival high schools. You guys are better. Of course. Okay, clearly. Interesting. Did you know him at all or not really?
3: No, not really. I didn't know him until I started in the comedy scene. Then I was like, what good comics are to Denver? And there's TJ Miller- Who's from Denver, and then obviously Dan Soder are the big ones.
2: Yeah. Roseanne. Is Roseanne from there? Sinbad. Okay. Interesting. That's about it. That's about it. It's a great... Denver Comedy Works, a lot of people say, is the best club in the country. Have you been there? I have, yeah. What do you think? Opened for Soder. Amazing. Denver, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the altitude or if it's a lack of oxygen or it's just the audiences are great.
3: They think everything's funny.
2: They think everything's funny. You feel like Chappelle when you're out on the stage. It's almost too good.
3: It's, too, it's, it's almost like the ice house. Have you done ice house? Yeah. Where it's like, I'm not this funny. Please, right. and please you, don't laugh.
2: Then you go somewhere else. Then you go to a real club and eat yeah, shit. Right. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes <laughs> like more that's sense. That's how it works. Yeah. What? So, as, a, as somebody who's an athlete, because I was a swimmer when I was younger. And I will still beat you How in competitive? race.
3: How competitive? I was the
2: third fastest butterflyer on Long Island. I'll destroy you. How old? How old? Joe Rogan. Hold on, how
3: old? Nine.
2: Nine, Brendan.
3: Okay. Eight well, or nine. Uh,
2: I don't okay. know. Okay. So the, the, the contributions of children to sports don't matter? Really? No, yes. But. Really? What do you mean no one gives a fuck about children? A lot of people give a fuck. It moves the economy. By the way,
3: dude. Just, if
2: nobody gives a fuck, then why is everyone getting mad when they're injected and they be, boys become girls and girls become boys? It's a big deal.
3: It is a big deal. Here's the, You were the butterfly, butterfly. I was the
2: third fastest butterflyer on on long island long
3: island was it was it there was a kid who was
2: better than me he had a french name you know that guy that you can't catch uh, He's always just better
3: a pierre leconque or something something like
2: that, like that. I, my mother knows his name and he always destroyed me you know what really killed me about this kid he never even saw me as competition he always just kind of like looked at me it was like and he was never friendly and whatever but i was i was third and i think i got to second once but i never beat him
3: i wonder what the kid is doing now
2: I don't know, but it was the Long Beach Tiger Sharks swim team. We're one Hell of the yeah. top swim teams in the country. My mom was a coach. I was, I was. So oh, the your idea mom that was like coach. people see people like me and you, they're like, oh, what do they have in common? Athletics, number one. Knew it. Because I was doing athletic things as a kid. I was a tap dancer. Have you ever tap danced? No, tough.
3: Tap dance is, 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 is a skill. I agree, it's athletic. <laughs> It's super athletic. The it's it's not football. The river dance. That's crazy. What's up? That's bro? insane. I've no. I can't do that. I couldn't do. Hold that. Hold on. As a kid, though, you yeah. childhood actor, childhood actor, swimmer, swimmer, tap dancing.
2: Well, yeah, because they they would uh, uh, think that like as a kid actor, they were like, you got to learn how to tap dance. Strange. Kind of demeaning. It's kind of it's, They feel that way about black people too. They're like, you yeah. should just tap dance. Just dance. You might just be put in something. You just got to learn how to dance, dance. or play basketball. <laughs> just you dance figure it or out. Play basketball. Yeah. Something's gonna happen. But <laughs> I remember, and I and I say that because I remember the best feeling of my life, which I haven't been able to get back to, but it's only been thirty years. The best feeling of my life, not quite thirty, was being thrown in a pool Saturday morning that was freezing, swimming for two hours and then getting out of the pool and and then my see this is my my parents ruined me that I would go have like McDonald's breakfast.
3: Yeah. Because
2: it was like I know. And I, but that was we grew up like that. Boomers but Michael Phelps
3: eats McDonald's. He eats garbage.
2: I, yeah.
3: Great swimmer of all time.
2: That was the best feeling that I ever had was working out and being healthy. Now obviously I was 9.
3: Like achieving something though. What was it was? Well, it was achieving
2: something. It was discipline. Yeah. It was a level. Of, if it was, I knew no matter what happened, my parents were going to scoop me out of bed and throw me in a pool like you didn't four have a times a week. Yeah, I didn't have grind. a choice. Four times a week.
3: But you have that now, but not as far as athleticism or swimming. You have that now with stand-up and podcasting. Yeah. How many sets do you do a week? A lot. I mean, I do. Well, I mean, let, let's you do a lot. A lot. Go through it.
2: I, I do as many as you can in LA. It's not as much as New York, but I do a lot. And then I podcast a lot and I make content It's a lot of stuff going on.
3: So now your energy's into that, which is the the, the discipline for that. It's to me would be harder than most athletics. Is athletics whether it's football. MMA, swimming, like it, there's a blueprint on what you need to do for this. There's not you no, said, and also no one's calling me. Hey Tim, make sure you do your sets nobody, tonight. So nobody, your discipline now is in a completely different lane. What it's you way said harder.
2: made a lot of sense. Once you said it's kind of like a chess game, where kind of like you have to look at all the pieces and decide like what's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to decide what you're gonna do. You have to make a decision. I think maybe with athletics, like you said, you're just running an algorithm.
3: Yeah, it's an algorithm that guys who were way more successful before, you can follow that. With stand-up, there's no... There's no algorithm. There's not. There's. It's right. like this game we plays insane. There's
2: broad strokes of what you should do, but then there's Well, like,
3: okay, get up, you know. Right. But it's like how much are you writing? How much are you writing? What? How are you? How writing do you take a good joke? Make it a great joke. How do you respond after you? it You know, it doesn't go well. Right. Your road shows. You know, it's like how do you market yourself? It. Now that the whole marketing, the social media aspect, the podcast, everyone's trying to came do podcast. you
2: stand up, a lot of your friends are also people that are athletic. Really, only Joe. I mean, I was gonna say Tony's not athletic. I mean, I mean, like, m- like, uh, are you friends with a lot of comics that are somewhat athletic? Not really. I mean, Brock Bron-
3: Callen's athletic. Especially Callen, is, 51, Callen is but Absolutely. It's not, but like, we don't do anything. I'm trying. The only people with athletic backgrounds would be Rogan That's with it. his taekwondo. Callen's when, athletic. When you but, get
2: into comedy, do you look around at these people and you're like, these people are animals? Like,
3: what do when you mean? You look
2: around at comics. And the, sometimes how crazy they are, or the lack of discipline. Somebody, no, because yeah. all my
3: friends are disciplined as fuck. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like right, like in Rogan says all the time, and I don't take offense to it, but it doesn't make sense to me when people go, "Oh, he's bringing an athlete's work ethic over to yeah. to comedy." It's like no, it's just a work ethic. It's just like Chrisley has an insane work. Yeah, ethic. they work. He works very hard. Rogan has insane work ethic. Right. Bill Burr, you like right? We work. All yeah. my all my like Chrysler, like all my guys. My work friends hard. work work their ass off, so yeah. it's like I view it different as like animals. No, like these guys, they're they're workhorses, man.
2: Yeah. What do you think when you look at like what when you look at great fighters? Mm. Because you were in the UFC for how long? Six years. Six years. Are you you're still friendly with people in that?
3: Yeah, I mean, the, my only really association with it is. I do the show on Showtime called The Food Truck Diaries. Right. So we're, we book the fighters, but my show on there now, it's just really, uh, you know, I talk about fighting and s- fighting culture, but it's more a lifestyle show. I don't have guests yeah. on there anymore. I save it right. for a food truck. Um, but outside the, that one fight show that I do, I follow the sport, but. Did you watch Logan Paul Cassai? I did. Logan yeah. Paul's a buddy, yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. I did his podcast. Yeah. He's like a good. I think people,
2: it's like one of those other things where. People for whatever reason don't like him, but if but why? But why? Yeah. But
3: why? Because he's insanely successful. Yeah, I know, but he does this, and then and I get it. it right. that, that's a bit of a character form. Yeah, it's like the same way like people hate Justin Bieber, but why? Yeah, why? Yeah, who gives a fuck?
2: Right. Well, there's a lot of animosity. You have it too. People mm-hmm. don't like you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because you got people feel like you're a successful comedy, and because you come from this other successful thing, they don't feel like you've paid the right kind of dues. Do you think it's that or do you think people are just like
3: I mean that it depends like if you're yeah, I don't know. I I I think in, but anyone Because you're one of the nicest people that I've ever met. Most yeah. com-
2: like a lot of comedians are not as assholes. Are ass I mean really. Yeah. I mean so the reality is and then I'll see like some of the people like some of the hate you get and I'm like I don't get it. I guess it's because people are either jealous or people just have a there's this weird thing with comedy where, like, people are like, "This person deserves success, and this one doesn't."
3: But and the are the really But the it, market yeah. tells you, right? There's a market that it tells yeah. you, right? You know, that lets you know what your value is, right? 100%. So the, the market decides what your value is, 100%. not these group of haters on the yeah. internet. They, right. Those guys, those people, don't matter, right? So when it comes to me and hate, it's like I don't see any of it. I literally I don't read any comments. I do right. nothing, right? So. Uh, I don't see it, but if people who I look up to, whether it's comics, other successful comics, aren't upset, is what what, what I'm doing. Nobody is. No one. No. Is. No. No. Anyone successful who's in the business is at in, all. No. It's only people who are dissatisfied with their own careers and their own lives who are upset. because maybe they think I'm taking spots from them, or yeah. I'm selling out Addison, and they're not. Well, it's That's, also they're not me. They got to
2: dislike somebody
3: they have to somebody has but, to be but the other yeah. thing is too is it's it's just like the, it's just their own insecurities and also it's weird for them because you know, they might associate me as, who knows, maybe they knew me when I was playing football. So they associate me as a football player. Then when I went from football to fighting, they associated me as a football player doing fighting. But then yeah. they knew me from fighting. And it's weird for them to see me go from that to stand up. Like, well, that, that's well, not there's fair. There's also
2: this idea that we're, we're, whatever you go into, you kind of figure it out. And there are people that spend their entire lives not figuring things out. You're kind of figuring it out. You are figuring it out, and maybe there's just an animosity that comes from that. Like but I get it. I'm yeah. not mad at him. Right. You know, I
3: don't see it. So right. I hear about it, and then it's like, as long you know, if I show up tonight and there's no one there, then I'm then- people
2: also don't understand jokes. Like they don't understand kidding around. Like there's somebody came on the internet and they were like, oh, Tim Dylan hates Brendan Schaub because I I tease Luis Gomez all the time. I said I'm now a follower of you and not him because you have asked him, Martin. Um and I, and I and it's it's literally the funniest thing in the world. That's hilarious. And then I go and I go because because Lewis is like you should have never tried keto. You're not an athlete, Shabs. You don't take Shabs' advice. You have to take my advice because I used to be fat and Shab was never fat. And so it's like that's fair. That
3: is He fair, was big, right? That I like Lewis. I've, yeah, I don't have any qualms, no, of course. With Lewis.
2: But just then I say I follow Shabs' advice because he's the greatest comedian that's ever lived. And no, like, people online are like, ha-ha, see, Tim Dillon hates British show. I'm like, no, it's a joke, you idiot. Saying that any one of us are the greatest comedian that ever lived is ridiculous. Ridiculous. That includes anybody right now doing Arena. Like... 100%. 100%. It's outlandish. But people are like, yeah, it's a war. It's a fight. And it's like, these people are, they're heavily invested in that idea. That's what they want. But they need
3: that. Like, they need, Yeah, it's like a thing they need. They like drama. And like, Delia hit me up the other day. I was like, hey, have you heard this... (laughs) Have you heard that uh, apparently you and I hate each other? Yeah, everybody hates everybody. And Chris was over at my house. Right, He's it's like, crazy. It? I'm like, oh, I, I don't see any of it, dude. Right, yeah. it's. Well, but people just kind of invent these things. A, but a, I think a lot of resentment for some of these people are... Right, like I came in the game and I came in in a different route. Where Brian Callen's my best friend; we do a show together. He's right. a good comedian. Yeah, then me and him go on the road together right. doing live fire and the kids. So that would those were my open mics. These huge, massive crowds, shows. Which yeah. is what well, I love of about your
2: special. My favorite part of your special is the beginning of your special, where you're in a mansion and you're like the life of a comedian. <laughs> Is just wild, you know? He's like, this is the way us comics live. He's got his own basketball court. He's like, this is just us. And he's also got like a beautiful kid in a life. I'm like, no, this is not at all anything that comedians are involved in at all. You're like, it's just life of a comedian, you know, here in my granite kitchen, (laughs) in my huge house. So people just get heated. What, they get they? angry.
3: But here's the thing, like, yeah a lot of people that they get angry because maybe they're like, Oh, he, he the only reason he sells this is my favorite when they go the only reason he sells tickets because he was in the UFC. It's right. Like, no, 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 no. You have any UFC fighter try and sell tickets at Addison Improv doing it's not, yeah It doesn't work like no, that. No, people like or, or they yeah. go or they go, the only reason he the only reason he can sell any tickets because of Joe Rogan. Okay, right. fair. Right. How many how many people has Joe Rogan had on his show yeah. or co-signed? That are not selling it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. This right. is my fourth time here selling tickets. Yeah, yeah, t- you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, absolutely. So that 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 kind of uh, uh, story that they're painting right now, well, the only reason because he's fa- – well, that works once. You might right. go to a, a, a city and you could sell 500 tickets. People are like, dude, he was awful. Right. No, I, I sell out more tickets everywhere I go, right. everywhere yeah. I go. yeah. Well, those people like what
2: you do. Yeah. They like the podcast. They, they You know, the podcast gets huge numbers. I think that like... I also, I also do yeah tons of sets in LA. I also of course. In the work. Yeah, 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 yeah. What have you... Now you have a son. Your son is three or four years old. Three and a half, yeah. You have a real life. That's why you're not reading YouTube comments. You have real life. because Camp. Your son goes to like a... a, a fancy school. Fancy school. Are, do you meet celebrity parents? Yes. Is that weird?
3: Um, not, do they know who you are do you, not, yeah like we know who each other are like um, I won't say who it is. I get in trouble if I say who the, who's okay. at the school but it's a guy who has played Batman Love and it. my girl goes oh, who, 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 why'd they let this guy in there he's a, fuck, he's a fucking bum I go <laughs> yeah. what'd you just say she goes why would they let this guy in there I go that's the greatest living yeah, actor yeah. alive right now. She was really I went, that's Batman bitch. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. that's Batman I went, that's Batman bitch. Yeah,
2: yeah. So. And then you hit her. But you know what girl. has to happen. What
3: she's Mexican.
2: Do you when you're raising a kid and he's gonna have a lot of money, it's gonna be Well,
3: no. no hold on. Papa's gonna have you're, a lot of money. You have a lot of money. He doesn't have a lot of money. What do you he has
2: no money. what do you do when you're raising a kid in a situation where he's like, how do you prevent that person from becoming an LA monster? I know. The type of kids that we I know. see. On scooters, on Melrose, that have YouTube channels that can buy and sell me. Maybe you too. Probably. How do, we, how do we? How do we? How do you stop a kid like that? You got to get them motivated. Becoming and- a SoundCloud rapper. I know. I know. Yeah.
3: L- little Uzi Vert or some shit. L- one
2: of them. Little, w- little, little whatever w- it is. I don't want to say any of them because then they've all died. I got in trouble we- the other week because I said one of them and it was a dead one. I- I'm sorry. <laughs> the, I it Was mean. Little Bo Peep or whatever. I respect them it's all. Tough. I respect I them. I, I respect the game. Peep I respect
3: the game. Zan follows me on Twitter. Little Zan follows me on. Shout Twitter. Out the little Zanzan, Zan. um, right? Uh, I I think you, you got to make sure he's interested in. He has to have some sort of passion, right? Like you can't have just like a weird kid who's just floating and doing drugs. Yeah, and,
2: just driving dad's Aston Martin around. Yeah, you, you can't, can't have, have it.
3: that. You can't have you it. Can't have so hopefully it. he gets motivated. I don't care what sport he wants to play or he wants to be an actor or whatever. But he has to have some goal, and that's going to keep him. I hope on path. He's
2: got. Yeah. Uh, is being a dad great, or is it? anxiety producing
3: um both right because you're like scared of the world like, right. you, like
2: you, you're just like oh my god man right you got to make sure that we, like w- the way i think about it when you have babysitters
3: you have things like that do, do, do how do you I, I mean i we we got a new nanny a year ago when we right. moved i spied on her for four weeks okay see she that's no exactly that's exactly go to what the you have park to home, i was already at the park interesting interesting so you're just you're just spying on this bitch, keeping
2: an eye on her and making sure that she's, she's good. legit
3: she's legit if cameras all the house i'd watch them i you lay in bed at night and then watch back what she did with them great so do you want to have more i have another one coming into uh not this tuesday but next tuesday wild i know another boy one more yeah are you gonna just keep going i'm down my girl's mexican you know she's oh, yeah down. she'll keep going oh, she'll yeah. she'll throw them out she'll just litter the whole house
2: with them good for her so this is exciting yeah do you have a name or no
3: Uh yeah, but she doesn't want to announce it. Okay, I don't care. But is it a
2: Mexican name?
3: No. Okay, it'd be cool if it was. I was
2: kind of getting a little excited. Shab. I thought it was Was going to be something cool like that. Like,
3: what do you think? Yeah, like. What um, are you thinking? Like Miguel. What was that Mexican Disney movie? Coco. Coco. Yeah, like something like that. Like Coco Shab. Ooh, that's fun. That'd be his nickname, though. just call him Little Coco. You know,
2: what are you? What is your nationality?
3: What do you think? (sighs)
2: Schaub sounds Jewish, but only because it sounds like an investment bank. Charles Schwab.
3: Uh, No, yeah, Charles Schwab.
2: Charles Schwab is different, and that's like waspy, I guess.
3: Schaub, I don't. Schaub sounds German. Schaub is German. German. It's a German, so you're German. Also, Hitler's right man for a long time was a Schaub.
2: Really? Any relation?
3: I don't think so. Okay. I'd have to check the 21 and me. You haven't looked. But I don't, <laughs> How about to,
2: not? You probably shouldn't Probably not.
3: So is it all German? German, Italian, and then my mom was born and raised in England. So oh, half wow. English.
2: So you're all over the place. All over, man. And you just have one brother?
3: Yep, just this one here.
2: Are you still tight with both parents?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they live in Denver, so as tight as you can be living somewhere else. Right. But they come out and see the, the kiddos. Everything like that. Yeah.
2: Do you feel? Do you feel like you'll ever stand up's changing so much? It's it's. Do you ever get worried that we're all in a bubble and that that uh, it's all going to come crashing down, or we're all going to have to get you never?
3: Know? We'll always be the ones where like like there's nothing you can do if you're on a network show or something like that. that yeah. you know that you should be worried about that. If you're in TV, you should be worried.
2: Do you ever think to yourself what else you could do? You're like a personality; you could do a lot of different things. Do you ever?
3: uh no i don't need to because between right. the, the podcast that i own and then stand up it's like can't really take that and you do stuff. crazy
2: merch stuff too
3: we do merch would yeah, you ever that, get that's into, part of like the business would you, know? you ever
2: get into the fashion industry or something like that because i'd be s- down i could see you having like seven clothing
3: companies yeah, i'd be down for that yeah you're a there.
2: smart guy you're always thinking about like what's what can i do yeah to make and there's a lot well, of- like it's like what can i do but that i'm into that you're into that's fun yeah. and that you can, yeah. uh, do you ever look around at comics and you go, man, that's a talented person, but they just fucking don't.
3: All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. And I had this conversation with uh, a mutual friend of ours who's a comic and I went, I don't, why is he not, he should be fucking Jerry Seinfeld. And they were right. it just, it's, it's, he's just on this loop. Like it's never, it's never going to work. Right. He's been doing the same thing. Like this is just, there's, yeah. there's no hope. I'm like, no, I can help. him. I'm like, I'm telling you, you, can't help this guy. What do you think it is? Um, bit of self sabotage, bit of just like not a risk taker. Doesn't want to put in the work. L- worried about losing, you know, maybe an hour. Doesn't want to shoot a special. Do you think that? Have you been? Because New- I think New York sometimes, for
2: whatever reason, can can people get in their heads about purity. Being a purist, and there's only one way to do it, and I'm going to do it that way. And sometimes, not all of them. There's a lot of there's amazing people in New York, but like what I like about LA is that there's there's not really a a, a line between a guy like me or a Logan Paul or somebody.
3: You know what I mean? You don't think so? Like in LA, I, I feel like you know I a lot. What my, what do you mean th- by line? Like. You there's a line the that he lives blurred? in a
2: mansion that that I don't, and then I don't. But the reality is like he's a guy with an audience. I I don't feel I feel great going on his show. I feel great going on uh, a YouTuber's show or social media. Like in New York, there's
3: such this. The line would be drawn when there's a live perform for when it takes. When well, it's yeah. when it's time to do sure. stand up the line. Sure, would be but, because he's not a stand up. That's where you But in blurred. New York, a lot of people are just
2: not enlarging their audiences because they're it's like a circle jerk.
3: It's almost a it's an old school mentality. It's an old
2: school mentality and I'm like, "No, you, you got to get out there and collaborate with people that are not stand up comics.
3: But I also and t- tell me if I'm wrong and I think it's opened up more I mean Andrew Schultz were talking about this. Yeah,
2: Schultz is you know, led the way.
3: Yeah, where I, in New York you guys are very like like what you that's your bone and you guys you better fucking fight me for it yeah la it's like especially in in the group i run it's more of what like helping each other well there's a lot more money in la
2: so when there's a lot more money there's not there's scarcity in new york so people are fighting with each other more. I mean, but I, but, it's, but uh,
3: that doesn't make sense. M- more money in what in what way? Because you guys are
2: way ahead with podcasting. You guys made a lot more money. Your shows are a lot bigger. There's but, there's, but that's yeah. but
3: that's that's not, everything. not because we're in LA. No, it's because you you could the attitude. That, you could do it everywhere. It's,
2: it's the attitude, the attitude. But I would argue that some of that was the the nece- the necessity of innovation. Being in LA, not having as many spots. New York City being so focused on stand up, there was a lot of spots. People just working and being so busy. I think LA there's more downtime if people said well what else can we do mm. how else you know Rogan you know starting that whole thing you know being you know not being at the comedy store as much because the whole a thing yeah I think like that innovation you, you guys are just way ahead and there's just a lot more money and also LA is Hollywood and movies and TV and there's TV. a million other things and New York does not as many of those things so New York you have status and everybody's kind of like who's high on the totem pole of who, who's a real comic and who's does, you know, who who's working a cellar every night and who's doing this and who's doing that. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I think starts to happen to people is they lose sight that there's a larger world out there and they gotta reach people.
3: Yeah, and but it, and I think it shows too, not that you know, the argument of New York comics brand and LA comics, but some of the New York comics who who will come over, like you, Mark Norman, yeah. Schultz, it's like yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Monsters.
2: Yeah. No, I didn't know that, which way that was going. You're like, Jesus Christ, these like, guys These a rough are hang.
3: Horrible. This people. is a rough they hang. are Terrible to be with. Um, no, all you guys are well we fucking f- fantastic. Because you guys are doing so much comedy. Yeah. And it's just like, holy fuck.
2: Man. Yeah. Well, I think that's I appreciate that, but I, I, I also think, man, that, that there's there's a lot of beasts in LA too. It's like different Oh, there's a lot of beasts. There's just there's a lot of beasts. of beasts. There's people that just do it differently. You know, there's people that at your age now, do you see, do you look at, are you glad that you waited to get into comedy? Cause are
3: you like, I don't if, think I'd have a perspective. Yeah. If I, if I was started younger, granted, I wish I had the stage time when I was younger, but it's like. I don't know what perspective I'd have. Right. Like now I've gone through some shit, ups and downs and like it gives me more perspective on life. Do you, you know, have a life dad? where you
2: feel like there's a lot of drama? There's no drama. Like we uh, are you somebody who's
3: con- like how does my drama comes from uh outside of the I don't have drama inside my house. Right. My kid, my girl, there's no drama. My right. drama comes from uh, my business partners. Okay, at, uh, who are other comics? Right.
2: Okay. That's so, and then there are. Uh, and what is it? Just comics are
3: we're all crazy in our own like way. Everybody you know? wants everybody. to do it their way. Uh, yes. Yeah, and you and Calendar's
2: super tight, but you guys like every now and then. I guess you mean
3: Calendar. It's it's very mean. count don't don't bump heads. Okay. No.
2: Do you and Theo bump heads ever?
3: Uh, not really bump heads. Not really bump heads. No, me and Theo, we're yeah. we're just we're you're talking about two different kind of personalities where. I grew up on team sports and Theo and I grew like to me. It's all about a team aspect, and Theo's learning that. Right, if that makes sense. He's more like me, a, a championship swimmer, because there's nobody on the starting block except it's
2: me. All you. You it's, it's all on, all on you. You understand? It's all on me. Like it's you're, all on you are you're in a football team hiding with a bunch of other people. Fair. Whereas I'm on the block, more getting pressure. ready to. Yep. My family's good name, everything right there. Were Just you, on your shoulders. Did you ever? <laughs> on My shoulder. Yeah.
3: Did you ever? Did you ever swim? Were you ever a swimmer? I mean, I, I, mean, I swam as a kid, but not competitively because I was good at other is sports. Is Theo any type of athlete? No.
2: No. Nothing. Interesting. Nothing. Does he work out ever? Yeah.
3: He's starting to work out now because they, they, you know, it makes him feel better.
2: Right. What is the workout? What is the move? Is
3: it weights? Car- is it, what, what is like, it? Everything, man.
2: Yeah, everything. You have
3: to do it all. You have to do it all. I mean, you don't have to. No, but you should. I mean... But isn't swimming good? Let's say I just great. started swimming. Fuck yeah, do it. What if I just started swimming? My grandma, she turns 96. She swam every day since she was 90. See, that's the move. That's the move. She's 300 pounds. Really? But that's also the move,
2: I think. I think think those things are both the move. I think you (laughs) should swim every day and be 300 (laughs) 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 I mean, it's like that Gaffigan bit. Have you ever seen the Gaffigan bit about whales? He's like, everyone says swimming's the best exercise. Gaffigan's like, what about whales? He's like, do you think whales think... That's my grandma. (laughs) She would
3: swim. It's like, I don't just know. just like, for whatever reason. Swimming ain't working, bitch. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Because she's swimming and she's eating the king size Snicker Bars at night. Really? It's like, God is damn. Is she in Colorado just living? Fuck yeah, she's out there living. They're throwing her birthday party this weekend.
2: That's awesome. But that's the thing. I mean, listen, you don't want to be big, but this is what happens sometimes.
3: It's very hard. The problem is, is yeah. like you. It's very different for what we do. You don't need to be in some phenomenal shape. Really, we don't. For, we th- don't need to be Joe Rogan. No, we don't. no, no. Like he's insane. Like he's, his workout, in his, but
2: it's a, he's in any human level of discipline that we all aspire to and respect. But it's very hard to then, like, apply that to your life.
3: Yeah, sometimes I don't want to work out for two hours a day anymore. Yeah, and then sometimes Joe will just on- be
2: like, just never eat sugar, and I'm like, right. Thank you. He's
3: like, and you're good, right? No more sugar. Like, he's like, just no sugar, no carbs ever for the rest of your life. And I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah Tommy's story is all. So you're you're not feeling good. So no more sugar, no more alcohol. And I went, okay. He's like, so we you're good on that. I'm like, we're good, man. Yeah,
2: I mean, he's it's just it's an insane level of discipline. I mean, you know, why is the country as fat? As the country, I mean, the country is—it's a public health crisis.
3: Where everybody's fat.
2: Everybody's like four or five hundred pounds. I mean, not everybody, but you go to Middle America; these oh, are big no, boys. Let's and go girls. to Disneyland. They're, they're, like, what it's, happened? It's bad. What is it? In, and and you're a, a guy from that world a little bit. What? How do you fix it? What world?
3: For the world of somebody who's works out and is, you know. Just people are lazy. So it's like if you want food, it's like fast food's everywhere. So the government kind of fucks us and just society fucks us because if you want food it's like the easiest thing to do is stop at Burger King something like, like the healthy options are more expensive they're harder to get so it's like already tough to eat healthy then there's no healthy options what do you anywhere. think about this whole
2: thing about fat shaming and that we're now celebrating fat people
3: like I don't celebrate fat people I can't you, like the you, models I don't want my model fat that's, right. not, that's not what they do right that it's a good point. That's not what they now, do. Now, what about
2: Lizzo? Because Lizzo is very, very popular. And lose lot- weight, but lose weight. Yeah, lose a little.
3: Everyone's like, oh, I like her attitude. Good for her. I'm like, not good but for I, her. But, I, but I, she's
2: unhealthy. But have you seen a new video where she comes out in the diabetic boots? I like that. The point
3: is... She needs to get skinnier. She's
2: going to explode on she's stage, and her entrails are going to hit the faces
3: of a bunch of white and women. It, the blood's on our hands, because everyone's like, you go, fat girl. It's like, I'm the only one going... You don't go fat girl. You need to just let's take it she down needs a to notch. it in. Maybe I'm not saying get skinny. Yeah.
2: Let's get needs healthy. She to rein it in. I
3: mean, there, there was check your blood pressure, bitch. She
2: used to do something. She called out some postmate because a postmate was late with her food or something on, on Twitter. So that's a problem. That makes sense. It's a problem if you're, if you're calling out, if you're a multimillionaire and you're calling out a postmate on She's Twitter. An it's in a, it's an
3: She's an addict. It's an addictive...
2: It's an addictive... Because listen, I've been there. Where, what's your food of choice? When the Postmate shows up, I want to strangle them.
3: Oh, me too. I go. You know, Dude, would you have other orders? What yeah, are you doing I get being
2: angry at a Postmate, but then to call them out on Twitter is like, oh, you're fucking not even in your right mind. My food
3: of choice, like, like what's my, your go to?
2: I don't know if I have a go to. Like my pro, like, what's a problem? Like for me, a real, real like thing that I should not have is like if I maybe I find myself in Larchmont Village. Oh, there's a salt and straw. Oh, there's a scoop of ice cream. These are bad. This is But it has problem. to be
3: like really good ice cream for me to go there. Yeah, I don't eat garbage ice no, cream. No, me neither. But I Have eat- you been to
2: Jenny's? Yeah, it's fine. It's nice. It's fine. Salt and straw's the numero uno. Salt and is better. The salted, malted chocolate cookie dough or whatever. My favorite
3: ice cream. And then I get fudge on top.
2: I mean, this is- And then I walk around
3: Hancock Park. My mouth is watering, by the way.
2: But so like my ice cream's always been a bad thing. I actually don't eat like- bad- Like I don't eat Domino. I don't eat garbage food. But when I go out, I like a nice
3: like meatball.
2: No, I eat all that. I'll I'll be in New York. Well, let's say let's say you're
3: not. Let's say like you get done tonight. Hyenas, like like
2: after we. So after I'm done with you, before instead of getting stuck in traffic on the way back to Fort Worth, we might go to a steakhouse, and that's not bad.
3: You can eat good there,
2: sure, but. Maybe some, maybe maybe the waiter says something about like lobster bisque or something. You gotta have it. Maybe I get a bowl of lobster. Bisque. See, I grew up road life I grew is up Going to four star restaurants. I grew up eating. You grew up rich? Uh, not rich. No, not rich. My uncle was in the restaurant business, and my we, he had a lot of great restaurants in New York. So we would just the only luxury I ever had as a kid was food. Was food, and that was the only thing that I learned that like high-end stuff, I could go to really nice restaurants. So I've internalized so that. your palate is so high. So my palate is high. I, when I was eight years old, I was eating a parfait of salmon and tuna tartare with creme fraiche and caviar. Hell and yeah. I was like, is this hysteria caviar? Ugh, you know? I, 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 you Fuck know, yeah, I'm like, dude. is this Iranian? I, so it's a problem. And then I got into drugs. 13 to 14 started with the cocaine.
3: Thir- hold yeah, 13, on. 13 first. Thir- what do you Macaulay call it? First, first line. 13 or 14? I was trying to be, I failed. I know you were. I failed. 13, 14, 13 cocaine. was the first line of coke. That's some New York My shit. My friend's
2: backyard, Long Island and friend's backyard. And you got addicted to it on the water. Of course. And you got uh, addicted to it. No, no. I got addicted when I was like 20, when I was selling subprime mortgages in Long Island. And I was like, this is a great Cause way. Cause you're to unhappy. I wasn't thrilled, but I was also like, it's a great way to just be coked up and have a lot of energy and be on the phone and be talking to people and be like this world of sales guys that wore suits and, you know, drove Range Rovers and everybody did cocaine.
3: wolf on Wall Street. I feel you.
2: Yeah. That's what this is. It's the wolf, but it's not on Wall Street. No.
3: Nobody had really- It's wolf uh, on on Long Island. Yeah.
2: But it was like, it was a big issue. I mean, there was a lot of issues.
3: Did you hit rock bottom?
2: I mean I, but it wasn't the rock like everyone's going to yell at me when I say what rock bottom was
3: Everyone's I, Rock bottom's different
2: Yes I my as Dom
3: Herrra says, there's always wiggle room for rock bottom there's always a base you know you go lower
2: but my rock bottom was I bought a house for 600,000 that I could not afford but I just bought this big house and then that was that started the events in motion for rock bottom.
3: How so? Because you couldn't afford it and you well, went bankrupt?
2: Well, I was just, no. I mean, I was just like drinking every night at a bar up the block from my house. I was doing drugs. The mo- It was 2009. The mortgage industry had collapsed. This industry I thought I was going to be in forever had literally just evaporated. I was fucked. I wasn't making any money. I owed a lot of money because I bought this crazy big house. I was twenty-three years old. And you're by yourself? By myself, twenty-three years old, ah. hanging out at a bar up the block from my house. And I could have flushed my whole life down the toilet then. And then I started doing stand-up comedy. In 2010. So thank
3: God that happened. Thank
2: God that happened. And that turned everything around.
3: Oh, so thank God. Yeah. It's a it good thing.
2: Turned everything around, yeah. Well, because it gave me an outlet for the passion. And then I stopped drinking and using drugs. And then I said, well, this energy of being an addict, it's got to go somewhere. And then I went, and so at 25, I went into stand-up. Love it. That was about nine years ago. So that, So that's what led me into it.
3: And then the the food addiction just stayed with you. The
2: food addiction stayed with me. I mean, the food addiction is 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 I think it's 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 a uh, related to the drugs. I also think that it comes from when I was a little kid, like the idea of like oh you eat nice things uh, makes you feel good. Makes you feel good. It's a reward. It's how you reward yourself. So, all of that stuff. I have a problem with it. I mean, I have a
3: problem all that with it too. I don't, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it comes yeah. from. Yeah. Sure. I got to talk to someone about it. But.
2: Well, I'm sure it just comes from, you know, I mean, we all have compulsions. Like, if you weren't a guy that, like, you, what you do, like, people, like, you have enough money, you could just stop tomorrow. But yes. you want to keep going and doing and getting better and doing things. Correct. So, that's a certain type of person.
3: Yeah.
2: That's a certain type of person. That's somebody who. Wants to, you know, push it to the limit.
3: But it's also like, um I can't, like, who, oh, Rizzo was on Rogan late and he goes, I eat once a day. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm so jealous Yeah. Or like uh, Henry Rollins was like, I only drink, I wake up more, I drink carrot juice, one cup of carrot juice. That's all I drink. Yeah, but didn't he like, have so many, jealous. many years of not doing that? No, he was sober forever. Forever. Really? Never had to touch alcohol or drugs. Interesting. He's just crazy. Okay, he's just crazy. Yeah, people like, think he's still drugs. No, he's just crazy. people think
2: I'm still doing drugs. I mean, really, Joe jo on his show will say Tim Dillon. You know, he does these crazy sketches. He's he's a sober guy who seems like a drunk guy. That's
3: hilarious. Totally I awesome. mean, I
2: put on a wig, I yell and scream as Megan McCain. This is not something a sober person does.
3: Uh, or they do. Yeah, or they An do. Awesome or sober you're, if But you're it's fun like fun and crazy. It's like Dalia. Everyone thinks he's like drugged out. All never touched. T- never yeah. touched anything.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about sex addiction? Do you have? Do you have that? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Cause I know people with that that and that ruins lives just like drug addiction.
3: It could.
2: I'm, I'm but I'm I have friends that cannot stay faithful.
3: I don't my my thing is is um like I know guys who have that issue. Yeah. And it's so consuming, so such a demon it unravels, it unravels everything you're trying to do, but I want to get so successful as a stand up comic that that's more important to me than any So you, yeah, it's like the transference
2: of all these things into comedy, where it's like let comedy. Comedy's
3: keeping me on a path.
2: Yeah, comedy keeps. I think comedy keeps a lot of us on a path.
3: Correct. Where, where you know, whether they're comics or athletes, before if things aren't going good for them and they you get off a beaten path or you don't have anywhere to put your energy, that's where guys get in trouble.
4: Right.
1: Lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated US-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let Lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on Lifelock Ultimate Plus at Lifelock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
2: What would you I'm say trying to stay on this path? What would you say to what do you think about all this shit where people are like, we don't want our kids playing football anymore because what well, I mean, how do you feel about this? Weigh in, way in. I, let's, let's get a in. clip. Let, let's, let's get getting, a viral <laughs> clip. What are we thinking?
3: Um, I Listen, man, I think with, with football, it's. Here's Brendan Chow on football. On the football controversy. What's
2: right like, here, right now. Do you
3: watch football? On the Tim Dillon show. Do you I watch have, Dylan? yes. Because, like, last night, Miles Garrett took a, a quarterback's helmet off and hit him with it. Okay. And they spent him for the season.
2: That's too much, I
3: think. Way too much.
2: Way too much. No, it's, Take him out it, for a game.
3: Yes. It's the culture we live in where everything's like this. This you know cancel culture. But in fairness culture. to him, he should have hit a woman. Keep going. If the, you're gonna um, do it, hit a woman. If you're
2: gonna do it, hit your partner, and you'll be back in next game.
3: Or the UFC assign you. So right. the thing is, Ooh. is with football, um, it's just it's like if that's what they want to do, man, let them do it. If the kid loves the argument football, is that the kids are young, and they don't know the repercussions of what they're doing. I see. I don't think you should let kids. I, I see the brain. Your is, son is, is three. My son's three. Let's he's not he playing play, tackle football till he's. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a tough. thing. now as a parent, it's tough. So but he's not playing tackle football. Like I started playing tackle, I think when I was six, which is too early. So you're you say no tackle football
2: for these kids
3: until they get a little older. Yeah, I don't want to see pee wee tackle football. We don't need that.
2: So so until what is the appropriate? Age? I don't
3: know. I get That's- middle school. Middle school, school? You
2: think they can evaluate all of the different repercussions?
3: No, I don't. I, I just think it's what you sign up for, man. You know. And here is the other thing: is, is is brain trauma like CT? Is it a problem? Yes. The majority of players don't have anything. Right. You just hear about the worst case scenario. The odds are you are going to be fine. Right. Sure, you are going to have fucked up knees and ankles and necks and wrists, right. and but that's what comes with the territory. Transgender
2: children playing football.
3: Sure. Like ice box from where diets? are you on this? Fuck it, put let's, them in.
2: let's just make the kids that we we're just talking about now. They're they're transgender. Transgender, let them play, man. What? No, but this is a big deal for for uh, this is a huge problem now. You have women identifying as men. No, you have men identifying as women, and then they beat up women.
3: That's, that's weird. not When good, it comes right, to, when it comes to mixed martial arts, that's weird. That's strange. But that's the only part where it's strange.
2: Really? What about cycling? What about? You know, men have all these advantages and then they take hormones, then they become women and then they dominate in those sports. Is that fair? You don't care. I don't care. So you're breaking with Rogan and Hinchcliffe on this. Brendan Schaub for trans athletes. This is very
3: interesting I like this. You know why? Because I Shab is woke. <laughs> Shaw is
2: woke. I don't care. You don't care. I don't but care. It's like I've si- never it's cared like cycling, about a cycling race. Or, or like
3: in like have you seen the one just like diesel chick and she's sprinting? But she's not a she's not a she's, not a, she's not, she didn't, you know, she was in a um, she was in a dude that had hormone replacement therapy and became a chick. Right. She's a, a female, clitoris everything, breast. But she, her testosterone's through the fucking roof, right? And they're like, "Well, her testosterone's the same as more than dudes." But that's what she's put. She's put on this earth by with whatever you believe in the creator, and she just has more testosterone.
2: But isn't that a rarity? That's rare. That's rare. But she's a freak of nature. With all due respect, let her do her thing, right? So transports you're cool with, except for the MMA.
3: Don't. Except for MMA. Don't care. Don't, doesn't
2: affect you. Don't care. Interesting.
3: Don't care. Interesting, okay. If it's MMA, if it's wrestling, that's a little dicey. It's a little dicey. But if it's cycling, don't care. Re- track, don't care. Now, most people know this about you. You were
2: you were a huge supporter, and you funded Donald Trump's campaign Correct. last time. You Millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> no, that's
3: where all my money goes. And
2: with, what do you think about Donald Trump? Donald G- Trump as the president of the United States.
3: Two-term Trump. Um... I think that I, I just think people. We just got to do hot
2: buttons. We're just trying to get clear. We're just trying to. The dude, like, these gotta, are just hot buttons. I think we all feel the same way about him. We think he's funny. He probably shouldn't be the president.
3: That's but, literally the way we. Feel. He's, he's a celebrity who probably shouldn't be the president. Probably shouldn't but, be the president. But I think the majority but of Americans. He's very funny. He's very funny. Hilarious. I think majority of Americans are sick of politicians. And, we're and just he was to, like the. We're trying to burn it down. It could have been anybody.
2: We're burning the system down.
3: Here's what's scary: when Kanye West goes, "I'm running for president in 2024," The Rock, you're like, yeah. "Damn, these are my could win.
2: They could absolutely win. I'm making Logan Paul present. We've talked about it a bunch on the show. I'm not going to talk about it again. I'm down for that. But it will happen. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. His
3: brother being the in in the house is going to keep his
2: brother at bay a little bit. We're, we're going to work with less. I fuck. like Jake. We got to. I like work Jake. With Logan.
3: We got to tone it down. a We got to tone
2: it down a bit. We're going to work with Logan. We'll Fine. Jake will do agriculture. We'll put him we somewhere. We got to tone it we're down. We got to work with Logan first. Um... When you hear politicians going, millionaires are the problem, rich people are the problem, you're somebody who has a lot of money. Yes. What do you feel like when you hear that, when you hear Bernie Sanders or people like that? Now, they're not necessarily talking about you. They're talking about the billionaire class. You're
3: talking about the 0.001%. Right. But, but it doesn't make a sense. you
2: person. I'm not 0.001. They would come,
3: come after the me. But they pitchforks for you. That's yeah, bullshit because I, I, because I work well, for this. I work for this. I agree. I agree. And, but they're also all millionaires. Some of them are. Bernie is. Bernie, but sure. But I, the, the, the
2: people that are just angry at rich people, how do you think maybe they're misguided? Because some of them have a point.
3: I'll, some have a point. The because people, they these don't have families, and. and stuff. Uh, yeah, they have,
2: have billions of dollars forever.
3: But for people who are self made entrepreneurs. You shouldn't touch them. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's the American dream, right? Right. What are you doing?
2: I know. Immigration. More, less, even. How now dare your he. girlfriend is Mexican,
3: born and raised. Is she? Is she illegally? Do you,
2: do you, it? Real interesting. Now, do you ever threaten her with a little call to the authorities if she gets wise?
3: Every Thursday. Yeah.
2: You could go, listen,
3: we can Daddy, really- uh, Daddy has to do it. We can
2: really, yeah. You
3: talk back. You what, know the, does you know she hate Trump?
2: Bitch. Because, of course, it makes sense. Um,
3: man, it's not that she hates Trump. She doesn't, like, here's the thing. is like, she
2: Americanize it? Can she read and write and everything?
3: Mm, kind of. Okay. English, tough. A little bit, yeah. right.
2: She's in and out. She's probably smoking. She, she's cool. Very attractive. Okay, Very good. right.
3: Yeah, good mother.
2: Good mother, right. Mexican dude. Yeah, 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 of course. Good Very food. nurturing, warm. Yes. Does she make a pandalera? What's that cake they have? Sopa? Yeah. sopa, something like that. Yeah, yeah. What? So does she kill it with the enchiladas?
3: Uh, she kills it with the enchiladas. Then does they. Does she
2: order the Mexican maid around? And is that interesting dynamic?
3: Ooh. here's that? Right? she here's feels, the interesting dynamic do you is think the Mexican
2: maids are like? I know you think you're a white bitch. you ain't a white bitch.
3: Yeah, she's like bitch. We know where you come from, right. Guadalajara. Right. Here's the thing though. Um, they the in my house, I'm the only one who doesn't speak Spanish. So in my house I'm like a and I have a whole bit about it. It's like I'm a refugee in my own house. Oh that's hilarious. There's not one word of English being spoken. So your son's even speaks, my son, his his first language is Spanish. Really? He uses his English from his dad, so he knows he's gonna have a speech impediment. So okay. it's like it's tough. Is he a wild kid? How do you see? He's young yet. He's, it's tough to tell. Tough to tell. A lot of energy. So you see
2: a lot of energy, but you don't know which way it's gonna go. You don't no know if idea. he's gonna be like Jake Paul, where you have to like you like you have to get out of the
3: house. <laughs> you don't know if. You have to <laughs> Is it out gold out front it. and
2: to, you know? There's, I think there was an article that said thirty one percent of kids want to be YouTubers. Makes what sense. It, there's yeah. so much
3: money now. So much money.
2: It's crazy. How do you feel about society? When you look at what's happening on social media and YouTube and things like that, does it make you feel confident where society's going?
3: I, I think it's going to balance out. I think now we're we're like just realizing how addictive social media is, how it's like this bullying thing with young kids and kids who commit suicide. There's like this cancel culture and this hate culture on there. And it, it's, a, it's a good thing, but it's also super negative. And I think it's going to sway back over here. And now you see how Instagram is, you can't see likes anymore. Instagram, you I can't feel like, is way out. Oh, you think so?
2: Well, this is what they did with Facebook. They started playing around with it. And then it just became like a haven for boomers to scream at each other. Instagram, I think they're just starting to play around. Like the likes thing might not be the biggest deal, but I think if they keep fucking around with it, they keep changing the algorithm, it's more about selling stuff. Well, it's also like how hot do any of these things stay forever? Young kids are on TikTok now, right? Right.
3: I don't, I don't know what TikTok is.
2: TikTok's. That are thing. you on there? No, I should be. You know TikTok. It's that thing where people are dancing. They're falling down. They're doing crazy things. 15-second looping seconds? videos. They have all those TikTok cringe compilations. It's like compilation. Boomerang? Yeah, it's like boomer. It's like a 15-second, like a Vine, but longer. And, and it's all those cringe compilations. But like our, our, our fan base things. isn't there. No, they can't buy tickets. You're right. But I'm just saying when you look at, like, at one point... There's
3: Facebook, always going to be something. But Facebook, Facebook's around. Twitter's around, right? Twitter's They've still been around. around. For a Twitter
2: while. was going away, but then Trump energized it, and it became political. I like I like Twitter a lot because you can put things out, and people can share them relatively easily. Agree. So you put a video out. But I do like Instagram, too. I don't want it to go away. I'm just saying there's always going to be the next thing. Right?
3: Yeah, I, I think what we're going to learn is social media, and you're giving these... These kind of these dark demons of voice where it gives them credibility to yeah. hate on successful people or hate on talented people and I, and also bully kids. So I think it's going to even out. We're like, oh, shit, this isn't giving everybody a voice and then giving them opinion. It's not good. So, Brendan Schaub here on the Tim Dillon Show for taking
2: away the internet <laughs> from people. We oh, should only, get rid of it. Only losers. Not, but so not, only losers. So not everyone should be able to communicate on social media.
3: They shouldn't be able to. I commu- agree with They should be able why. to communicate to the, the certain people. You yeah. know, the problem is the now, access is the access is too. We we've, we've got rid of that fourth wall. We don't. I know. Let's. I want When we're talking about walls build that wall build that wall on social media build that wall to the people in their dad's basements to me yeah
2: well there's a lot of people i think the here's what's scary what you find out on social media i think a lot of people are in basements like yes. a lot of people are in their dad's basement there's a lot of anger there's a lot of mental illness
3: Hundred percent. But there's also it's their own mental illness.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And
3: and it comes out and I think researchers find it like, oh, this isn't good, man.
2: It's not good. What do you tell those people that want to change your life? What should they do? Let's say somebody's watching this and they used to hate you. Stop watching this. Stop watching this. <laughs> it's a great point. Stop watching this. Except given five We need five minutes for the download. <laughs> yeah,
3: for sure. But
2: but it, what what is somebody who's just a bitter, angry person that Is uh hates everybody. Maybe they're racist. Maybe they hate immigrants. Maybe they hate rich
3: people. All valid points, you know. Here's the thing sure. Here's the uh, I don't know anybody, I don't know anybody. In my group, who are way more successful than me, I don't, you, I don't, anyone who gets online and sends hate comments. To other I don't, people, I don't, i know. I've never done it. I, also, I've never I don't know done anyone it. who reads YouTube comments. I, yeah. I don't know, I, I don't associate with anyone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably start there by not doing that.
2: Right, right. Stop commenting and doing crazy a Well, just
3: do, do, a, do, a, do a trial test. Get some girl you're interested in. Right. Have her come over. Yeah. She goes, oh, what are we doing? And you go, oh, I'm going to send hateful comments to this comic or this comic. See if she sucks your dick. How crazy would it be if the girl's like... Awesome! Let's oh, I go. fucking hate him
4: too. He goes good. Uh, let's get uh,
2: Shao. You know, yeah. yeah. Let's get him. She's get like, him. Fighter in the cage. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. What's your Reddit name? <laughs> I mean, it is sick, man. It is sick. What are you? Are you a the, the California till you die? Rogan talks about leaving all the time. I mean, the state is currently on
3: fire. There's there's always fires. It's, I don't it's know. It's literally. On I'll fire. always have a home there. I I feel like to do stand up. I'm gonna have to be there. Yeah. Um. So I always have. Yes. I always have a home there. But I don't know. Maybe when I'm older, I move out.
2: Yeah. Do you, do do do. You, I you go have, to
3: San Diego. I'd probably stay in California. You you love
2: California. Love California. You're not. You've never. I hate how
3: many people there are. But I, I love. What California. do you think of New York as a city? I, I used to dislike New York because I'd get anxiety and stress me out because it's such a hustle right. and everything's moving and the, right. the buildings and right. now the last, since I started doing stand-up, going back there, being able to hang around, like get to know people and like locals yeah. would take me around. I fucking love it. So you like it now? Love East Coast now. Love Philly, Boston, Those are New great York, cities
2: for stand-up comedy. D.C. Man. Boston, D.C., They're all Philly, great, man. They're all great. What's your favorite place to perform?
3: Uh, Wilbur in Boston is pretty good.
2: Really? Yeah, Gramacy in New
3: York's dope. So you're you're
2: selling out. People love you. Are you going overseas at all?
3: Yep, I'm. I just, uh, I think we just announced it. A Fifty Shades of Brown tour. We're doing Europe, and uh, yeah, all over, man. Ireland. What do you
2: say? Uh, what do you think the biggest thing, the biggest advantage that you have over other people when it comes to like your ability to, you know, get people in theaters and get people out? Like, well, I don't know. You, I yeah. don't. I don't
3: think I have an advantage. I think I have a fan base. Based well, you, off, it's
2: an advantage, an earned advantage, but it's an yeah.
3: Advantage, yeah. But uh, but I'm I'm just saying, like I don't think I have like some secret or so. Like yeah, I think Bert Kreischer is way better at marking than I am. He's great. He's, He's way better. Um, I don't. I don't. I I I don't feel like I have an advantage when it comes to that stuff. I think, you know, I put in year. You know, me and Brian been together for six years. So when did you meet him? Uh, like six, seven years ago. And were you what, doing it, stand-up then, 90? or you just met him? Before? No, met him and then uh, started doing the Fire and the Kid, then took that on the road, and that's when I started doing stand-up. So
2: Fire and the Kid's been around for six years. Six years. And then you guys developed a huge fan base right out the gate and then took that on the road. When did you meet Rogan?
3: Met Rogan. I mean, well, remember Rogan was a UFC commentator. Of course. So okay. when I was fighting the UFC, me and Rogan were boys. Okay. And then we got really close when I moved to L.A. Right. And then him and Brian were the ones who were like, do stand when
2: did up. you first do stand up?
3: <clears throat> uh, first did stand up would be yeah. I mean, first time we did a live fire in the kid because uh, we did it at Bray Improv, five hundred fifty people. That was my open mic, and Brian was like, "Oh, you're gonna go out and you do ten minutes stand up. You're gonna wow. go out and do minutes. He was like, "So every show we're gonna start doing this. This can be your open mic." And how was
2: the how did the first one go?
3: Not great, right. Not I mean, not, you know, it's, Right. but that's the thing where people are like, oh, you didn't have to do the open mic thing where no one's around. I'm like, well, hold on. You mean open mics where it's full of other comics hating on the, the comics who are performing? Right. My open mic was in front of 550 people, tons of pressure.
2: Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Now, and then your first special was Showtime. How many years after that? Three. Do you feel like when Three you look change. back, do you say um, that was a crazy fast, crazy, crazy, fast. insane? insane insane to do a special that insane that, yeah, yeah, yeah nuts yeah nuts.
3: wild wild would you do another one tomorrow no yeah no I'd, I'd probably wait probably two years i might do i might do something but not a not a not a f- hour special when you
2: look back at the special how do you feel about it now
3: um I feel, I Everyone feel, hates everything they do. I hate right? everything so I hate, I, I I hate, hate on my podcast. I hate, I hate my set I'm gonna do tonight. I hate the set I'm gonna do tonight. I, I hate, I like tonight. Yeah, I hate, hate everything. everything. Yeah. Um I'm I'm proud of it. I'm proud of what I accomplished a short amount of time. Yeah, I think it's I'm the, crazy. I, I think I'm the uh, fastest person to get a like a big network special yeah. in under a certain amount of years. Right. Which is a blessing and a curse. Um but you know, I'm proud of it, you know, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like I hate everything I do, so I don't know. We all hate when, when I do a special in three years, which will be way better than that one, I'm going to hate that one. Who's so I your don't f- know. If
2: you pick one guy right now where you're like, this person is somebody you watch and you're like, fuck, this guy's great.
3: Bill Burr. Yeah. Well, there's a few. There's Burr. Yeah. There's a Schultz, uh, Mark Norman. Um, uh, shit, man. Um, there's, there's a few of them. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, Burr is amazing. They're all amazing. Everyone that you mentioned. What?
3: Do you know Fahim?
2: Yeah, Fahim's great. Yeah, yeah. Performance him a lot. We're on usually together in the OR.
3: Monster. He's great. As far as like joke for joke talent level, Fahim to me is top three around the store probably. Who
2: are your podcasters that you're like, these guys are bananas? Do you listen to other podcasts or not really? Uh,
3: My my favorite podcasts. I can't listen to other podcasts like mine, like... um, you know, like, silly shit that we do. Right, but
2: is there anybody... Is there any podcast the, the, out there? Uh,
3: yeah, Dak Shepard, Armchair Expert. Interesting, okay. Yeah, that's and my what favorite you, podcast. What does he talk about? His is more of, like, a... Um, he has guests on. He has um, Monica Padman, who's, like, his, like, co-pilot. She's really smart. They're, like... I don't, it's just—it's just like informative. He's been through so much shit in therapy that he put—he like—I learn a lot from it. Are like, you a
2: therapy guy? Is that a—I've been to therapy, be but
3: um—I my therapy is from like, you know, I probably should go, but I, I don't have time. Right, it's fucked up. To Who say. are
2: people that you can't beat up, or you can beat up all comics, most every comic? What about Whitney Cummings?
3: Be because tough. she's very kind of rangy. She's
2: kind of crafty.
3: She also but, has like she's more of a mean spirit. Do you
2: ever, because you're a guy that was a fighter? Do you ever go out in LA and look at somebody and go, "That would be a tough fight. That guy's a not once.
3: I don't not th- once. I, I don't even think about fighting. Well, no, I, I know. can't remember last time I thought about fighting.
2: Interesting. Do you no, think no. it's because you're just a secure guy? Because there's a lot of little guys that always it's get It's not that I'm secure.
3: I'm more of like, oh, these guys, they're going to think my, I'm bad at comedy. I'm, I'm thinking of comedy and cerebral interesting. stuff. Interesting. And like, then um, also somebody you get somebody,
2: they're going to sue you for your house.
3: Well, it's, it's like I walk in a room like, ah, oh, fuck, man. These guys are going to think I don't belong here or, right, or I'm not as smart as these guys. Right, or or I've only whatever. been doing it for four so you, years. Right. So whatever securities you have are different. Yeah. I'm not worried about, oh, can these guys beat me up?
2: Uh, right. Right. What about... Like that, like the thing, like you know, Rogan's famous for his kick, right? He has that famous kick that he does on YouTube or whatever. Not famous
3: for his kick, like fucking.
2: Well, you know, I don't mean. I mean, in the fighting world, like like Edson
3: Barboza.
2: No, of course, but like people will show me. They'll be like, "Look at that kick, that's great." Do you have like a fighting move that you're known for?
3: I was known for like my Darch choke.
2: Okay, now explain what that is, because that's interesting to me.
3: Yeah, it's uh, so like if a guy were to like. What's it called? It uh, Darsh choke. Darsh like, choke. It's like with their arms like this. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you would just choke people. It was. I was. I was very. I was good at it and getting it from different all different positions.
2: Did, were you ever a wrestling guy? Did you ever watch like WWF, WWE? Growing. I up? I did,
3: and I then I turned ten, yeah, and then got over I, it. I went with you. Yeah.
2: I think it's a little depressing how comics still go to WrestleMania. Me when too. they're in their thirty, I mean, Me it's too. a little much. I can't, I Not, can't
3: get into it. I Me and yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe talk about this all the time. Like I had a bit. Tony of my, loves it. I had my bit, a uh, bit on my social Hulk Hogan. Tony's like, dude, come on, man, you don't need to be doing that. Right. I'm like, T- it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. He's already yeah, yeah. made the sex tape.
2: Oh yeah. So what? Tony said, no, don't do it.
3: Well, he's just like, come on, if you're gonna do that, man, you know, it's like. They just like they like that's their Joe Montana, or that's their you know, Richard Pryor. Like, they, yeah, they're, they're huge. I, I just
2: can't get it because you did the real thing. It's like, why? We know it's I choreographed, answer. Oh, I tried getting talk?
3: into it and I'm rock, you owe me fucking sixty nine ninety nine I watched, I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah, it's not good. It's so strange. It's not good. In closing,
2: what are, is there anything that you would say to? uh you know people that are excited about what you're doing and the it like are are there are there things where you're like I wanna make these things better? Like what do I you wanna mean? like are there are there things that you're excited to do? Do you have any interest in doing anything other than podcasting or stand up? If you had the money, is there a version of Brenda Child that puts Stop. out that put, what?
3: That stops doing it?
2: No, that puts out a movie, that puts out a documentary, that puts
3: out. I mean, I've been uh, a TV for, show. That, yeah, I've been I, offered. Made, but I
2: mean, like yourself making it. Like, do you ever say to yourself, "I want to make more shit"? Different. The, the shit. only thing
3: I would do is it, do like a buddy comedy, like series, but with all all our all our friends. Yeah, I mean that's so not, like, a, bad Theo, Brian, yeah, not Dalia, a bad idea. With Dio, Brian, Delia, Segura, yeah. Joey Diaz, Ro- great like, All the guys, I'd be down for that. But yeah. outside that, no. Like yeah. I get offered movie stuff all the time, auditions. Yeah. It's just not up. No, 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 no. I mean, if you had if you hard could enough. kind of do it. Uh, again, if it was w- like with me and Brian or me yeah. and Dio, yeah, yeah I'd you be could down. Do yeah, but if absolutely. it's just if it's not, because I think maybe that's the direction things will go eventually. Agree. You know, well, you well the, but also with like you know, everyone has kind of. We have this built in audience from the podcast and stand up. Where if you think of all our crew in LA, it's like it's kind of a network. Think how much power is in that. Yeah. So, like all these, like Comedy Central, Spike, all all these networks, they're going to want that audience. They're trying to get in the digital space. Yes. We're already there. It's
2: interesting because, I mean, we do so much podcasting and stand up. There's probably other things that we could do eventually. 100%. You know, because there's so many, like, I've always wanted to do. A thing about what I was like in mortgages, and then cast like Coco Diaz or Santino, or like these guys, you know, like in like that type of thing. And I think in a few years that would absolutely be possible.
3: And you could fund it yourself. Yeah, hundred yeah.
2: percent. I think that that'll be the next wave. Agree. Where can people find you? You want to plug anything? Promote anything? When we'll does come out? This will come out Sunday night.
3: I'm in Salt Lake City. Sunday, Utah, Saturday,
2: 8- twelve a.m. So Sunday day.
3: Salt Lake City, Utah, next week. Wise guys. And great, then wise great, guys is great. Great, great, great club. club. Um, Go to,
2: I think it's called something's diner, Roses Diner or something. Red iguana, bro. Red iguana's dope. But then there's also a weird diner up in the hills. It's just beautiful in it's that nice. area. Yeah, I'll get it. You the the, name oh, I have Kansas it.
3: City first week of December. And then I'm in Jersey, I think one night, December fourteenth. Fighter Board in the T fat K dot com. T Fat Fat K. T Fat K. Yep.
2: .com. um very good. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thanks, thanks for, for making, this, man. Yeah. Thanks for making the time. I know this was good to uh, see you, brother. Yeah, I'll be. I'll come see you guys soon. I yeah. love you guys. I did yeah, you a lot too, of fun. man. Love Call you. That was great. All right, guys. Thanks so much.
1: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
4: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts